welcome back to the While We're Waiting Hope After Child Loss podcast. I'm Jill Sullivan, your host and one of the co-founders of the While We're Waiting ministry. This is a podcast of stories, stories of devastating loss and grief and heartbreak and struggle, and stories of hope and healing and faith and, yes, even joy. Underlying every conversation is the hope we have in Jesus Christ, which makes it possible to not just survive the loss of a child, but to live well while we're waiting to see them again in heaven one day. You can learn more about our ministry and the free bereaved parent retreats we host by visiting our website at www.whilewe'rewaiting.org. Welcome to episode number 130. Today's episode is a little bit different in that it doesn't include an interview, just some thoughts as we're about to begin a new year. I remember breathing a huge sigh of relief after getting through our first Christmas after Hannah went to heaven in 2009. I figured that other than the one-year mark, which would be that next February, I had at least survived all the really hard first-year stuff. I had no idea how difficult stepping into the new year without her was going to be. How could I start a new year without Hannah in it? How could I close the calendar on the last year she had been a part of our family? If you have not lost a child, this probably doesn't make much sense to you. But if you have, you know exactly what I'm talking about. As time has gone by, there's still a bittersweetness in starting a new year that Hannah will not be a part of. A year in which fewer and fewer people will remember her, talk about her, or even say her name. It's part of what my friend Karen Harmoning calls long sorrow. Karen and her husband Scott shared their daughter Sarah's story on the podcast in episode number eight, way back when we first began, and she maintains a wonderful blog titled Listening to Him. I'd like to share with you her most recent entry titled Long and New Sorrow. Wherever you find yourself on this journey of child loss, I believe it will be an encouragement to you. Tomorrow is the sixth time our family is forced to decide what to do on Sarah's birthday without her, in the middle of our sixth Christmas season without her. Thankfully, her birthday and this Christmas season are not the cutting of new wounds in our hearts, but more like the pressing of a still tender scar. The passage of time has allowed the experience of these days to shift from the excruciating pain of new sorrow to a throbbing of the deep ache of long sorrow. The fresh wounds of new sorrow now come less frequently, but more unexpectedly. Not as much on specific dates, in predictable moments, or moments of willingly allowing ourselves to think on and mourn all we miss with her. These days, the sharp edge of new sorrow most often slices unexpectedly, camouflaged within everyday life. I rarely allow myself to willfully ponder what Sarah would be doing were she here. But as her peers reach and share new milestones, the sharp pains of missed experiences are unavoidable. I rejoice with them in each new accomplishment and announcement, but simultaneously my heart is pierced by the new sorrow of her absence in those specific moments. Sarah was 17 years old when she died. She didn't turn 18. She will never be physically present in our earthly lives again. She won't sit, eat, and laugh at the table with us, celebrate holidays with us, graduate high school, attend college, graduate from college, be in her sister's weddings, date, get engaged, get married, celebrate the arrival of nieces and nephews and be known by them, 
or have children of her own. Since she died, I have been unavoidably, acutely aware of each of these fully incomprehensible and unforgettable losses, as well as many others. As a result, one of the largest surprises of grief for me has been experiencing the sharpness of the new sorrow that these long-recognized losses still possess. Each time I am confronted by the reality that if Sarah was here, she would likely be experiencing at that moment some specific new milestone, I am shocked by the weight and painful newness of the sorrow that the realization delivers. It seems impossible that a well-known loss can arrive years later as fresh hurt and new sorrow, and yet it does. As her friends graduated from high school in 2018, almost a year after she died, we grieved her absence as new sorrow. In 2019, 2020, and 2021, as her sisters got engaged and married in the midst of the rejoicing, there was the sharp pain of new sorrow. This year, Sarah's friends graduated from college and are getting engaged and married, and her precious first nephew was born, all moments of great rejoicing accompanied by painful gashes of new sorrow. I'm thankful Sarah's birthday and Christmas are no longer new sorrows, but instead part of our long sorrow. I intimately know the sorrow these days hold, so they no longer hold the sharp pain of new experiences and daunting unknowns. Instead, they are the throbbing of the now well-known deep aching of long sorrow. The bitterness of the pain of missing her sweet presence in our family on these days is ever-present, but also familiar, and known enough to allow room to more fully experience the sweetness of memories with her and the hopefulness of our future together. God has been ever faithful as He has so graciously carried, sustained, and strengthened us over the past five and a half years without our child. We are deeply grateful that, though the long sorrow remains, each year seems to possess fewer sharp edges of new sorrow. We are also thankful that through God's proven faithfulness, we have confidence that each sharp new sorrow yet to emerge will invariably be met with His never-failing new mercies, tender compassion, and empowering grace that have faithfully met every new sorrow already experienced. If you are journeying behind us on the painful path of child loss, I pray it will encourage your heart to know the long sorrow is a gentler aching than the piercing pain of new sorrow. And if you, like me, have been surprised by the sharpness of the new sorrow that continues to emerge with long-anticipated occasions, I hope you will find encouragement in knowing you are not alone. And together, we can find encouragement in knowing that even though new sorrows will continue to emerge until we are reunited with our children, they too will gradually merge into our long sorrow and no longer bear the sharp sting of newness they once held. But may we always find our greatest encouragement and hope through faith in Jesus Christ, reminding ourselves that in just a little while, He who is coming will come and will not delay. For the Lord Himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we shall always be with the Lord, and He will wipe every tear from our eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things will have passed away. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. 
He who testifies to these things says, Yes, I am coming quickly. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's people. Amen. And those scriptures were Hebrews 10.37, 1 Thessalonians 4.16-18, Revelation 21.4, and 22.20-21. If you'd like to read this blog post for yourself, I will post it in the show notes so you can read it at your leisure. Thank you so much for being a part of the While We're Waiting podcast in 2020, 2021, and 2022. And I look forward to another year, 2023, of sharing stories and thoughts with you on the journey while we're waiting together. Thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. We hope it brought you some comfort and encouragement today and maybe made you feel a little less alone on the journey. Please subscribe so you'll never miss an episode and and maybe leave us a rating in iTunes to help others find the podcast. Again, we're glad you spent a few minutes with us today. It's a blessing to walk beside you as we seek to live well while we're waiting.